Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to Round the Coast Podcast. I am producer Ross and joining me this week we have Adam, Greg and Colin. Say hello guys. Hi there. Alright. Uh, this is our first podcast after Christmas, so um, how was your Christmas guys? Have everyone had fun? Apart from mild travel panic, yeah, sure. <laughs> you travelled back to the uh, motherland Adam, didn't you? I did, well I almost didn't. Alright, oh, really? Thanks to some acts of God. <laughs> How was yours, Colin? Well, well, mine's still sort of ongoing, really. Really? Um, because uh, my family my is. Already. Oh, really? <laughs> my, my family's in London and Yorkshire, so I've done the London bit for uh, Christmas, and the New Year's bit is going to be in Yorkshire. Ah, nice. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> two Christmases really. Excellent. I bet the kids love that, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's good. I've just been uh, suffering with a bit of a cold over Christmas, so, oh, so. not great. Greg, how about yours? It, it was quiet. You didn't get a new laptop for Christmas, though, did you? No, it's, <laughs> it's a shame because I'm now having to record this podcast using my phone. <laughs> it's like old school, old school days. Um, so I want to know, guys, what was your um, your best and worst Christmas presents? We'll start with uh, you, Colin. Uh, well, I've got my uh, best Christmas present in front of me. Um, it, it was a present to me from my mum. Right. And uh, it's a book. And I'll just tell you the name, of the, the, just the title of the book. It, it is this. Yorkshire People at Work. <laughs> it's a book of pictures of Yorkshire people at work. Give me a page number. 17. 17. Okay, let's see what's on 17. These are from the Yorkshire Post Archive. Okay, um, we've got bakers and bedding. Um, is it yes. in alphabetical order? Yes, it is. So uh, <laughs> the, the pic- I've got a picture here. It's, it's black and white, obviously. Um, of Thurston's new £250,000 head bakery at Bramley, Leeds, in October 1974. You're going to have to post that on Twitter with no context on the Man of the Post account. Just, just that picture. Just the front cover of Yorkshire people at work. <laughs> you'll in, you'll enjoy this, Colin. Today, I uh, saw someone with uh, Yorkshire tattooed on his head. <laughs> not just work, not just the word Yorkshire, the uh, an actual picture of the county, <laughs> of, of the county boundaries. And this, I live in Hampshire. Yeah, you can't get much further away from Yorkshire. No, it's quite a distance. And I like was, the, f- the tattoo was pink. <laughs> I, I like the strange thing. I like the fact he's gone all the way and he's got all the ridings in there. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're all represented. Brilliant. <laughs> Absolute madness. All right, Adam, what about you? My best Christmas present is um, a pair of. I got myself a new pair of headphones that John Lewis has failed to deliver. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much hating on John Lewis this Christmas for. You were loving them on our last you, podcast. 
the Clifford oh, right. service. I've, I've turned on them. <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. That click and collect service is evil. <laughs> it's a too long a story for now. Um, my worst Christmas present is probably my auntie who still seems to think that um, I really like Jack Daniels because I once mentioned it was okay. <laughs> so um, she got me another bottle of Jack Daniels which will now go in the back of the wardrobe next to the one she got me last year. <laughs> if you ever have a breakdown, you're fully stocked though. <laughs> yeah, unless anyone's interested in two bottles of Jack Daniels, <laughs> in which case I've got you covered. You've done your deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, about you, Greg? I got I got loads of socks. Loads of socks, always good. Yeah, I love socks. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, well, Colin actually sent me um, a, a Rod McCormack face mask. I don't know if that's my best or my worst. I'm still undecided on this. It's signed, though, isn't it, Colin? Yeah, it's a Ross McCormack face mask um, from the Leeds United mega store. Um, but yeah, I have a habit of uh, fake signaturing things, and so yes, it was it was beautifully signed from Rod McCormack. <laughs> oh god, uh, let's move on to some football, shall we? If that's what you do, Colin, I feel really sorry for your children in like. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like seventy years time when they they clear out and they go through all your stuff and they go, go take it to the antiques dealer, <laughs> all this stuff they've got that they think signed <laughs> signed one offs. <laughs> it's just no, this is nonsense. In fact, by writing on it, your dad has ruined it. <laughs> yeah, a signed tea towel by Nelson Mandela or something. <laughs> that's, that's actually just in, in Essex. <laughs> All right, where should we start? I want to start, actually, with um, Hull and their 6-0 demolishing of Fulham. This result will be famous for Tom Huddleston's haircut. Yes. It's it's now getting chopped, isn't it? On his birthday. <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't have had a better day. No. <laughs> 67th minute, so he scored the... Was that the fourth goal of the game as well? Wasn't it 0-0 at half-time? Uh, yeah. <laughs> God knows what Mullenstein said to them at half-time. But... Mullenstein out. <laughs> he was shocked by their thrashing. Well, they've taken a... Have they not conceded 14 goals in three games while he's been charged? <sighs> just... I think they've played more than that, but they lost. They conceded four against Everton, yep. four against Man City. Yep, and now six. <laughs> uh, and one against Norwich, which they actually won, but yeah, they lost. they've won on Boxing Day. But... <sighs> 6 0 away at Hull. All there there were nice goals. goals. The same corner. Really? Yeah, there's a stat for you. <laughs> same corner, the same net. Wow. Keeper should be uh, catching on to that after the fourth, really. They go... there, there were nice goals. Were they? Yeah, I, th- I thought so. I thought Hull did really well. Could you say that the were full of culture? <laughs> 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 You mentioned uh, Tom Huddleston, who's taken a while to settle, but he's looking okay, isn't he? And and do you think that there is an argument for potentially getting him a plane ticket for Brazil? I like him. I think he's a very good footballer. He's an ex- I've always liked him. Yeah. I wonder whether I wonder whether though he's one because he's one of those footballers who hasn't got all of the tools, mm. but the ones he's got are brilliant. But. I wonder whether he's maybe too much of a passenger at international level or at the the top of the game. Mm. Because he has no pace. He's not very mobile. You he, wonder whether he's going to get 
Smart he's going to get found out. <laughs> he does what, Greg? Eats too much tomato sauce. <laughs> Eats too much tomato sauce. That's why that was. He got banned from eating it when he was at Tottenham because he ate so much of it. <laughs> what a revelation! I didn't even know that. Well, Paolo Di Canio banned the whole Sunderland team. Yeah, it's bad for you, apparently. <laughs> Paolo Di Canio banned um, the, the, his Swindon players from having ice in their glasses of water. <laughs> 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 oh, because he can yeah exactly he has that power oh, we're, gonna, we're, we're halfway through the season everyone's played 19 games uh, we're going to have a little um, mid-season report and we'll start with Fulham then they're currently sitting 18th place conceded well they're on a minus 22 goal difference uh, with 16 points what do you think they need Colin? I'm not entirely sure Adam um, I don't think it necessarily needs that much because I think there's a lot of bad teams around them. But I do think they need something. Some defenders, I think. Senderos has never been good enough in the Premier League, I don't think. Hangeland's looking a bit creaky. Uh, Aaron Hughes, Andy Hughes, whichever one that is at the back there, not really very good anymore. And Sasha Rita gets suspended too often. That's because he kicks children. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. I don't know. I've, I, I think that they're going to they're going to need to sort out their the attacking side of the game as much as anything. I, I I think perhaps you're right, but they've already got the players for that. It's just about maybe getting the right balance of them because maybe there's too many, or they're just being used in the wrong way. Yeah, try, trying to carry too many players. On the flip side, then, what do we think to Hull? They currently sit right in mid table. Not, but not been a bad first half for them, really. They're doing better than I would have. I would have imagined. Yeah, I thought they would have been in the bottom three pretty much all season. I think I said so at the start of the year. So, egg on my face once again. But <laughs> I, I, I think they'll be comfortable. Really, they just seem to have a lot. They seem to be a very good team. They don't let defeats get them down. They seem to bounce back quite well. I think they've overachieved. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to finish 10th where they are now. I think you've got to remember as well, last time Hull were in the Premier League, they had a good start to the season. And then it they, all petered out. They got out. to fourth, didn't they, last time? Yeah. Yeah, under Phil Brown. Um, I think they'll be safe, but I think they'll be... Uh, I'd, I'd probably, finger in the air, I'd probably say about 15th. <laughs> what do you reckon, Greg? Um, yeah, I think they'll be you know, 12th, 13th. They'll yeah. be comfortable. They won't have anything to worry about Hull. I think they're well organised. They uh, they they don't concede too many at home, which is always helpful. And mm. then you know they'll turn up with a you know, the odd away result as well. So I think they'll be fine. Yeah, not exciting, but just consistent enough to stay in the division. Okay, let's uh, let's talk about. Um, Cardiff next. They have had quite a week at Cardiff, haven't they? It's been fun. <laughs> it has been fun for the onlooker. That I don't know if it's been fun for a Cardiff fan, particularly. No, no, not at all. Uh, the result this weekend was a um, a two-two draw with Sunderland. That leaves them just outside the bottom three. Well, that was a game they threw away as well. Yeah, they were two 0 up. Two 0 up. Yeah. 
we're about 80 minutes gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, two late goals, one from Fletcher, one from Colback. Um, let's, let's start with the uh, the massive elephant in the room, then, the uh, the Vincent Tan factor. What? Malcolm McCoy's been sacked. <sighs> Who's going to take that job? Ben. <laughs> Is he still favourite? It's the only logical answer. Well, they have said that the new Carliff boss would have large funds to sp- to spend, which is an instant indicator of Sven. I'll give it a <laughs> I-, I was listening to 606, and there was an interesting caller on there who had been a guest of Vincent Tant's. Um, at the Cardiff... That sounds like a lie. <laughs> well, well, at the Cardiff versus Swansea game, and he said, bear with me, he said that Vincent Tant told him that the new manager would be an Italian manager who is currently managing in Serie A. There are 15 Italian managers <laughs> managing in Serie A. So it could be one of those. It's extremely vague, though, isn't it? But this is the same guy who I heard phone in once and tell me that Wesley Snyder was seen in Manchester Airport. <laughs> I mean, he just makes up this guy, Colin. You've been suckered in again. <laughs> I feel like there's people out there who specific their job is specifically to feed you misinformation on six oh six. What do we what do we think to Vincent Tan though? Are we uh, all, all for his strategy of how he goes about things, or are we feeling a bit sorry for Malcolm Mackay having to work for a, a dictator? It seems. Shall I start? Yeah, Go on then, Colin. <laughs> I think you've got to look at the history. I think a lot of people have got to remember what Cardiff were and where they were before Vincent Tan came in. Right, They, they were under the ownership of Sam Haman. He was a nutcase. Um, and Cardiff were going nowhere. They, they were in all sorts of financial difficulty. Now, Tan has, some, has put in the region somewhere of about a, probably about at least £50 million. And if I was Vincent Tan and people said to me, well, you know what, Malcolm Mackay got us promoted, though. I'd say, that's bullshit. It's my money that got Cardiff promoted. Because <laughs> Cardiff had a damn fine team in the Championship. They were the highest spending team in the Championship the season they went up. Mm. The biggest wage bill by a long way as well. Yeah. It was literally a case of throwing money at the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and it's worked. It has worked, but I would say that once you spent that much money at the problem, you'd expect them to not be one of those teams like Crystal Palace who've come up in the playoffs and you're thinking, oh, this is going to be difficult. Mm. You'd be there thinking, we've spent a lot of money, we should be in a much better position than this and we should be able to, to come up here and compete. It's not like they've come up and haven't spent more money again. Yeah, £35 million in the summer. I think they should be competing again. They should be competing at a higher level than, than perhaps they are. I also think you could ask questions about the players, not necessarily the, the players they bought, but how much they spent for the yeah. summer. Some of them do seem slightly but, overpriced. Like, well, there was a lot of stories going around that Gary Medell was available for £7.5 million pounds and they spent, what, 12 £12 11? million, yeah. Hmm. That does seem an odd one. Maybe yeah. it's the after have to pay extra to get them to come to Cardiff. It's a small club in the Premier League. I think as well, it's just a case that he doesn't rate Malcolm Mackay. I'm sure, the guy, I'm sure Malcolm Mackay is a lovely guy and he did well at Watford as well. But is he going to keep Cardiff in the Premier League and is he going to take Cardiff to where Vincent Tan wants to take them? 
Mm. And and I don't think necessarily he's he's the guy who's going to do that. Well, that. Should people be feeling, should people be feeling sorry for Malcolm Mackay as well? If you look at the situation, he's just got paid. If the stories are to be believed, he's just got something in the region of a two million pound payoff. Nice. It leaving card being far. Cardiff has his reputation or anything. At the moment, his reputation is probably sky high. Mm. And he's just got a free pass. And if he hadn't had Vincent Tan's money come and get him out of the championship, would he not just be any old manager in the championship who might be quite good, who never gets a chance? Yeah, I think you're probably right. Greg, what do you think? What, what next for Malcolm McCall? Um, um, well, he's got the choice of a couple of clubs in the Premiership that you know, mid-table, but could push on, you know, the likes of West Brom and Norwich. Mm. You know, those job one's already available. Another one probably will be available soon. Yeah. So he's going to, he will land on his feet at a nice, stable club as well. But if he goes from Cardiff City to West Brom, he's jumping out of the frying pan into the shit bucket. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't see any, I don't see any future at West Brom. I think they're going to struggle. Long term. Well, yeah, they're currently on the same points as Cardiff. That's West Brom's job. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be football if they weren't bouncing up and down the divisions. Here's another interesting point as well. Of all teams that have been promoted to the Premier League, how many of those teams have still got the same manager who got them promoted from the Championship? Sadly, only Steve Bruce. At, at the moment. At the moment. <laughs> yeah. But he's, he's only had, what, this is the first year and, what, six months since yeah. he promoted. The only one I, other one I can think of is, is, is Big Sam. Is that right? Big Sam got the... Yeah, yeah he got West Ham up, Yeah. Apart from that, that's it. They've all changed what? their managers. Yeah. Well, now, now, um, now Malcolm McKay's gone. Brendan Rodgers is the fourth longest-serving Premier League manager. It's mental, isn't it? Is it two and a bit years? It's one of the years, isn't it? Oh yeah, it was last yeah last summer. <laughs> it's, it's a bit mental. On the flip side, then they they drew two two with Sunderland. Sunderland's still bottom of the table, fourteen points, but they've had a bit of a bit of a fight back under Gus Poyet. I thought they were dead and buried, and I thought they were preparing for next season, but they're showing a bit of fight and a bit of life. Do we think there's a possibility they could stay up? No chance. No. 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 <laughs> I think I think they're finished, and you know we're looking at teams and whether they're overachieving, underachieving. I think they're twentieth, and I think that's exactly where they'll finish. Damning. That's just my thoughts on it, but I just don't think they've got they've not got the squad there, and I don't think they're going to invest. No, fair enough. I, I think they're probably relegated as well, to be honest. But they've got. I think they're well set for next season anyway, in the championship. <clears throat> Uh, let's go to West Ham 3, West Brom 3. The uh, early Saturday kickoff. No one was expecting a 3 or draw out of this one. This was an absolutely mental game. <laughs> it was an actually really good game of football. <clears throat> uh, Joe Cole kicked it off, and then uh, Anelka got two, then Maiga got another one, and Nolan got one, and Berin- Ber- Berahanu got one. I just think there was three goals in the space of three minutes in the second half. Either side could have won it as well. Yeah, they were just both going for it, hell for leather. Chance after chance, there's Lots of penalty shouts and. Uh, Berahino hit the post of a. Yeah, a cracking free kick. kick. Which the commentator said that's why he's one of England's brightest talents. Because he can hit the post with a free kick. I mean, if it's like when you see David Beckham doing the thing with the tyre and he was aiming for it, then fair play. <laughs> <laughs> if he's just hit the post, then no, that's rubbish. Yeah, I think he was probably aiming 
for the goal, but I just missed it. <laughs> I mean, if he wasn't, aim- if he was aiming for the post, then maybe he should be fine. <laughs> Two weeks' wages. It's inappropriate. Yeah. Well, what, what do you think? To uh, we talked a little bit about West Brom. What about West Ham? They're currently sitting in nineteenth. I think it's been a disappointing season for them. I would, I would have thought they'd be higher on the table than this, personally. I think West Ham will be fine. Yeah. Honestly, I do. Honestly, I do. Obviously, everybody's w- awaiting the return of Andy Carroll as if he's going to be some sort of saviour, <laughs> and, and he might have to be if West Ham are going to stay up. But I, I think they will. Um, Big Sam doesn't get teams relegated. I think uh, the manager's down there. He's got the experience, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I live in in Essex, so it's very much very West Ham heavy. Um, yeah, the fans are disappointed, but I think they're uh, they're not too worried, and I, and I wouldn't be worried if I was a West Ham fan. I think I think I think they'll pull their way through it. Yeah, they've got a good, they've got a decent set of players there. They just need a couple of defenders because they they resorted to playing fullbacks at centre back yesterday as well. They, every single um, centre-back they have is injured. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty bad going, isn't it? There are rumours that all of their transfer budget was spent in the summer and that they've got nothing left in the pot for January. Now, if that is the case, that could be a worry. Especially when it's all gone on a player that hasn't played this season. Yeah. <laughs> With not the best injury record. <laughs> no. Um, Carlton Cole's back. Oh, exactly. So, That's something that we can all be thankful for. This exactly. Giving. <laughs> in the spirit of giving and all that. Yeah. Especially in the World Cup year. So. <laughs> you joke, Craig, but... Yeah. Well, the, the Carlton Cole story is amazing, though, isn't it? The guy was unemployed, wasn't he? Yeah. Nobody wanted him. And then it was sort of... West Ham were like, OK, well, we are desperate. <laughs> Still free. Go on, we'll give you a, we'll give you a go. Yeah, we've still got loads of these Carlton Cole shirts knocking around this <laughs> club shop. How are we yeah. going to get? How are we going to get these boots on? <laughs> what do you reckon to West Ham, Adam? Are they going to stay up this year? I think they are. On virtue of one of one of two things will happen: either they'll get Andy Carroll back and they'll turn into quite a decent team, mm. and they might march up the league, or. By March, I mean to mid-safe table. Yeah. Sort of Sam Allardyce's bread and butter. <laughs> or they will survive on the fact that there are more than three teams who are worse than them. <laughs> the Martin Yole approach. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty safe to say, really. Uh, let's have a look at Man City. Only managed a 1-0 win at Crystal Palace. Uh, at home as well. I mean, that's the best result any team's had at the Etihad all season. Yeah, credit to Crystal Palace. They've done well there. But, but yeah, see, marching on, aren't they? There. I, t- I tell you what, Crystal Palace were good. Mm. I tell you what, Joe Hart showed his skills in that game. He kept them in it. He also got his face smashed in. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. But Tony Pulis, he's turned Palace around, hasn't he? Yeah. Kind of. I mean, they've only got 16 points, but they, were, they looked completely dead before he turned up. Yeah, well, he's shown me, hasn't he? <laughs> I think he's shown all of us. I don't think anyone here is thrilled but that Pulis was back in football. You're right, he has he has um, injected a bit of fight into them, hasn't he? Yeah. I thought they were dead and buried. 
that wouldn't have been one nil if uh, Holloway was in the charge yesterday. I would, <laughs> would probably think. <laughs> I think it's a bit of an odd match because the thing is, Crystal Palace don't look like a Pulis side, and because Crystal Palace try to play football properly, <laughs> and they actually try to play decent football, and they do, and I think that's why they've got a good chance of surviving, which you don't normally align with Tony Pulis. Normally, mm. think you know, play it long. Yeah. Um, Maybe so, he's just sort of, he's, he's just sorted them out defensively. Perhaps because his Stoke teams are always difficult to beat. Yeah, they didn't concede a lot, did they? they no. Hmm. Just going forward, they looked a bit a bit messy, but they've got different different kind of players attacking wise at Palace. They've got some good wingers, and especially Yannick Bellassi, he's a good player. Uh, I have a feeling that they could do it. Yeah. I think they could survive. They're currently just outside the relegation zone on uh, goal difference. But Fulham aren't doing anything else to uh, help that themselves, are they? There? No. Getting spanked <laughs> every week. Fulham are actively encouraging that. <laughs> I, I think if Palace keep playing like they're playing currently, they'll be okay. Yeah. I think there's bigger... There's other clubs, and we'll come on to them, I think, who are in complete disarray. Mm. I think are going to sink a little bit and push Palace up. Greg, one word answer: Palace staying up, yes or no? Maybe. <laughs> Fair enough. I asked for one word answer. I got it. Um, that's your answer for all of them, and I'm really, really <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> Sitting firmly on that fence. So far, everyone we've talked about is staying up. <laughs> uh, Man City, then are they going to win the league? They're going to stay up as well. <laughs> They've already got that magic forty points. They've got 41. Are they going to win the league? I think they possibly are. Because they're still winning. Not convincingly, but they've uh, Aguero's out. When he comes back, you've got to think that's an extra two goals a game most most weeks as well. I don't know. There's a little team on Merseyside who are doing quite well. <laughs> like Liverpool. All right. Ah. <laughs> Colin, City going to win the league? No. No? No. I, I, you're going to laugh at me here, but I think it's going to be either Chelsea. Can I have three? I think it's either going to be Chelsea, Liverpool, or Manchester United. Only one of them can win the league. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you know Manchester what? Do, yes, yes. I know. You, I know. I know. You're going to say I'm crazy, but you're crazy. I, I said Manchester United at the start of the season, and I'm not going to change that. I'm not going to change that. They're still, they're still the current champions, and I think everybody's writing them off. And I think it's crazy to do that. I think there's going to be some serious reinforcements in January, though, for them. They need some midfielders that can actually look like they can play football. Because whatever's <laughs> happened to Fellaini since he's moved, he looks completely lost. They've got a good forward lineup, though. That's that's the reason why I still have some hope in Manchester United because they've got Welbeck, Hernandez. And then, of course, Rooney and, and uh, Robin Van Persie. Mm. That's the only thing that makes me think they've got a chance. They do, um, they do famously get better. Yeah. Not just, but that's not something that's just a Manchester United trait. That was also a David Moyes team trait. Yeah, you started slow, didn't they, Everton? <laughs> slow, stationary, yes. <laughs> Well, we'll talk Man United. They got a one-nil draw away at Norwich. It's not the greatest result, 
But a one nil draw. A one nil win. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, a one nil win. It's not the fashion Norwich has had at home this season, but no. But I, I um, when I was picking the scores for this on my Super Six, I didn't have them to beat Norwich by that many because I think Norwich always typically cause Manchester United problems. Mm. I seem to. I, I don't know. I seem to have some memories of that. Just Liverpool, they struggle with. <laughs> Suarez in particular, they struggle with. But um, are Norwich in trouble? I Norwich seem to be perpetually in trouble, and then just when you think he's for the chop, Christian pulls it out of the bag. Yeah, they win a few games, don't they? They get the results he needs to ease the pressure for a little bit. I think they are. They've only got 19 points. They're only three points out of that bottom three at the minute. And they've got a fairly bad goal difference of minus 16. Greg, what do you reckon? Um, they'll stay up. Yeah? Yeah, every, everyone's staying up this year, isn't they? <laughs> no one's going down. They're not doing relegation. Have you seen how bad the championship is? <laughs> yeah, they're, sadly. They're not doing relegation this year. <laughs> how good would that be if it just to March and they went, no, nah, we've decided to cancel it? <laughs> yeah. None of your worthy. Especially if QBR were top by a mile as well. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, Norwich? I think Norwich are in trouble, yeah. Um, I think they've got to get points sooner rather than later because I can't remember exactly the teams that they're playing at the end, but they've got a horror show of a run-in. Mm. Um, they're playing all the top teams and they're not going to pick up a single point. <laughs> um, so I think if they can... Jesus, you're right. Yes. They, they finish with Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea and Arsenal. Correct, yeah. That's, that's their last five games. What, last four games, yeah. Fulham is the last yeah. winnable game, really. The fifth one before the end. Shit. Yeah, I would not yeah. want to be a Norwich um, fan. That's the thing you on see. The plus side, Sorry, Adam, go on. They might, they might be about to have a good couple of months. <laughs> yeah. On the plus side, they might be about to have a good couple of months. So going to yeah. enjoy this time coming up. But is, is Fulham's problem like, not... Not along with many other teams that they don't score enough goals, and they've spent a lot of money on forwards. Yeah, top scorer is Gary Hinkle with seven, and then their best next best is uh, Fur's got four, Amanda's got two. It's not good enough, is it, for the Premier League? Van Wolfswinkel's got one. Is, is he injured? I don't know. I think he's been playing most weeks. Just showed how little I care about Norwich with this. <laughs> I'm fairly certain he's played. A lot of the games this season. The thing that makes me worry about Norwich is they've got good players. And we should know Ross because we <laughs> sold more <laughs> to them. Um, Snodgrass is, is perfectly adequate in the Premier League. Johnny Howson should be doing better. I think Leroy Fair is a quality player. I think he's got a little few things to learn, but I think he's good. Um, I think they've got good players, but it's just not gelling. So... I think the weakness in the Norwich side is Chris Hewton. Mm. Yeah. Do you stick with him? Do you, do you, do you, you know, do you give him the chop? I, I don't know. It'd be a, a big call to get rid of him now. Yeah, if you're going to get rid, now's the time, isn't it? Okay, um, let's have a look at... West Brom, Norwich, Aston Villa. Aston Villa. A team I care so little about. I don't even know how they got on this weekend. How do they do? They drew one all at home with Swansea. Sounds about right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're currently sitting shockingly in mid-table, 13th. 
20 points in 19 games. I think they're safe, but they're not going to trouble the top 10 either, I don't think. Someone I'm else, someone else talked about them. I'm sure they are safe. Yeah. I, don't I, really see, I, think, there's, I think there's sparing amounts of quality in that team. Hmm. And some of it just isn't, in the form of Benteke, just isn't performing. Yeah, he's this season's out of Bayor, isn't he? He's got his new contract. Seems very happy with it. It's like he doesn't know there's a World Cup coming up. <laughs> yeah, and that they haven't got any anyone else that can play up front for Belgium. Yeah, maybe they should introduce him to Lukaku. <laughs> this guy, he plays for, for Belgium as well. <laughs> he goes, shit, I've got to sort my, sort my life out. <laughs> He'd probably get in the gym because he's bigger than him. <laughs> Colin, what do you reckon of Villa? Do you want a prediction? Yeah. Villas get relegated. Yes. There you go. Back your prediction. I think Benteke is what kept them up last season. I think they're over-reliant on young players. They haven't uh, come up with the goods. I think some of them have gone to pastures new, people like Barry Bannon. Um, I think the Paul Lambert experiment hasn't worked. Um, And I think Villa are seriously in trouble. So I don't think I, I can't see how they're going to turn it around, and I don't think Randy Lerner is the sort of guy who's going to pump any money into that club in January. No, he spent a lot in the time he's been there, and quite a lot of flops as well. But past. not recently. He yeah. has pulled the he pulled the plug a little while after Martin O'Neill. Yeah. Burned <laughs> him. Spent a lot of money, didn't he? But yeah. Just to get away with it as well, Martin O'Neill. <laughs> no one ever cites him as spending a lot of money. Did at Sunderland as well. Um, but yeah, they drew. To be, a... fair to, him, with, to be fair to him, with the players he bought at Villa, I he must have made either. I'd be surprised if he didn't turn a profit in terms of the transfer market. Mm. Maybe not necessarily the time he was there, but if you look at how much he sold Ashley Young, James Milner, Stuart Downing for. Yeah. Yeah, I think you. Yeah, you think you're right there, actually. I, I can't remember exactly what the numbers are but I think Martin O'Neill spent somewhere in the region of 150 million quid at Villa so I can't see how he got a return on that <laughs> well that's 60 million pounds just those three players isn't it yeah Downing was 20 Young was James Milner was 24 Young was 17 wasn't he yeah roughly so yeah. 61 million mm. I think the problem with Villa perhaps was that they were hemorrhaging hemorrhaging money uh, because of wages Massive wages. Mm. Yeah, That's why they've got they, kids now. Yeah, Darren Bent on the bench for a season and playing him week in, week out and not actually getting him on the pitch. No. <laughs> it's always a good idea. Um, what do you think to Swansea, though? They, drew, they got the, the draw with Villa. Um, Laudrup described it as two points lost. So you can tell what his, his thoughts on the game were. They're, they're, still, they're 11th. They're, they're still in the Europa League, aren't they? Yeah. So you wonder whether maybe they could have a bit of a renaissance in the next month or so but they just haven't got the squad to be playing two games a week I think yeah they've got a very uh, very small squad they've got Napoli in the next round so they won't be in it for much longer <laughs> so yeah it's going to be tough isn't it you'd expect them to do the opposite to what they did last season but obviously when they won the cup they just didn't bother anymore yeah I think February lost, onwards they won about three games didn't they yeah and this year they might win a few games after February <laughs> Yeah, I think they're definitely safe. I don't think they're troubling the top. Where, where's the Europa League spot? Is it? Just... It'll be seventh. It'll be around about sixth or seventh. It depends on who wins the cup. Ah, uh, yeah. 
I don't think they're going to be worrying then this year then, but they're comfortable mid-table, aren't they? I would say so. I, I think that you might see them... They'll, they'll have a, a crunch game, the last game of the season. It will just distinguish whether they were to finish in the top half or the bottom half of the table. Yeah. But I imagine that'll be a difference of between finishing 10th or 11th and no, no more on... Yeah. No less. Uh, let's move on to Goodison Park then. Another win... Everton 2-1 this time against Southampton uh, it was looking like it was going to be a draw for a long period of the second half but uh, Romelu Lukaku got the winner in the 74th minute and that keeps Everton uh, right in the race for the title really yeah. fourth 37 points only five points off Arsenal at the top he did I might be wrong here this, this sound, sounds like a stat that I heard I might be confused but I think that after the Everton game finished Seamus Coleman had scored more goals than all three of Chelsea's strikers in the Premier League combined. Wow. <laughs> he has scored quite I a lot think, recently, hasn't he? I think today was his fifth goal. It does seem most weeks he's getting a goal. Yeah, he's got five, yeah, according to the BBC website. <sighs> and I don't think Eto. I don't think, can we check this? I don't think Eto Barr and Torres have five between them in the league. Um, let's have a look. Eto's got. Oh, Eto's got five, apparently. But that, I don't think that's league. I think that's combined. No. Uh, in the league, Eto's got three, Torres has got two, Denver Bar's got one. So they've scored one more goal so than James Coleman but, has on his own. So, but that's because Eto scored today. So before yeah. the before the Chelsea game kicked off, yeah, he had the Everything same right back. the same. <laughs> and that tells you all the all you need to know about Everton under Moyes and Everton under Martinez. <laughs> has he played for the uh, Irish? First team? He has, yeah. Oh, damn it. We can't, we can't have him. <laughs> I'd be perfectly fine with him replacing Glenn Johnson. <laughs> or whoever the England right back is currently. Kyle Walker, I think. Wouldn't we all? The first 19 games couldn't have gone much better, Adam, really. Could they? Well, we could have not lost not lost to Sunderland. I've, I've, <laughs> I was talking to some other fans on Twitter and saying that, like you're saying there, it couldn't have gone much better. But actually... All the, uh, a lot of Everton fans have the opinion that it, it could have gone a bit better and actually this isn't the best thing we could ever have happened and we, at the beginning of the season we, we went undefeated for quite a long time but there's quite a lot of draws there Yeah. and I, I have a feeling that if we played those games again now we wouldn't be drawing them, we'd be winning them and I also think that we shouldn't have lost to Sunderland and actually the other, only other game we lost was against City where we lost 3-1 at the Etihad in a game where they got a bit of a dodgy penalty and we didn't get a penalty for the same thing. Mm. I think that's the kind of fine margins you're looking at. Yeah, you've got seven, so, seven draws this season, which is three more than the second best in the top four. Chelsea have got four. You've actually, you've actually won less games than Liverpool in fifth, but those draws have helped you out in the end. But, I yeah. think it's going, it is going swimmingly, and I'm not going to say anything else about it to <laughs> add a um, it'll be interesting to see how we do the next month because Phil Jagielka is out with a hamstring injury for f- the next four or five weeks. Ah, right. Um, reports are that um, Alcaraz came in today, played his first game in five months, and looks brilliant. So he looked good for Wigan last year. It's not, it's not too bad. But I hope that carries on because we're going to need him. Mm. Greg, what do you think to Everton? Where are they going to finish this year? Are they going to make the top four? Fifth. Oof. Pit by Liverpool but, on the final day. But that's still above Moyes. 
<laughs> As United for this sixth, I reckon. <laughs> Would you take that for this season, Adam? Fifth place? How, how low have you got Liverpool down? <laughs> They're winning the league. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Colin, where are everything going to finish? Oh, I don't know. I'd I'd say top four. I think Moyes was holding you back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ten years uh, wasted. I don't see any reason why Everton fans shouldn't aspire to dream. Anybody can win it this season. Why why can't Everton? Mm. Um, I know they're a little bit heavily dependent upon loans, but that's that's for next season to worry about. But. Get into yeah. that Champions League, lots of more money comes your way. I can't see why Everton wouldn't finish top four. I think they're hard to beat. I can't see any of the top teams really wanting to go to uh, Goodison Park. No, like I'm saying, like they've already played at the Etihad as well. They've played at they've played at Arsenal as well, haven't they, Adam? Got one on yeah, the draw. Yeah, the t- yeah the draw at the um, at the Emirates. At the Emirates as well. Yeah, I'm going to plump for third place this year. Um, and we've won at Old Trafford, so actually, we've actually only got we've got to play at Anfield, and we've got to play at Stamford Bridge. And anything can happen at Anfield in the Merseyside derby. But everything else is back. Everything else that should be considered difficult is back mm. at Goodison Park. And I think, as Colin said, we are hard to beat, and that is something that no one expected of Roberto Martinez's team. No, at the beginning <laughs> of the season. Just, just a question for clarification, uh, Adam. Can Chelsea recall Lukaku in January or not? No, they can't. Okay. That's that's big. But Mourinho's kicking himself, isn't he, for that? Let's talk about Chelsea then. They beat Liverpool uh, this evening. Uh, 2-1 win. A little bit lucky, I think, in the end. Very, could... very lucky. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm thinking mainly of the um, Suarez being a foul by Eto in the box. What was Samuel Eto thinking? <laughs> I don't know. What was, did he think... Even my wife, a Chelsea fan, said that's a penalty. He probably thought, uh, no one will believe Luis Suarez here. <laughs> was it Howard Webb? He was staring right at it, wasn't he? And just waved it away. Yeah, that was quite bad. <laughs> yeah, it didn't start great for Chelsea. Behind after three minutes for Martin Skirtle, but Hazard and Eto goals that eventually won the game for them. That uh, Hazard strike was pretty special. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad, is it? They finished the year. They're just two points behind Arsenal at the top of the table. No one's really talked about them as being up there with the best, but they're, they're just there, aren't they? They just hang around. I think it shows how well Hazard is doing under Mourinho. In fact, that today was his eighth goal of the season. And last season, he scored nine in total. Yeah. So he, he's the player who really has come on. Yeah, he's been vital think- for them, really. Yeah, because the other players who you'd expect to be scoring the goals just aren't doing it. Yeah, we've been through the strikers already. I mean, Oscar's the second top scorer with six. And then, Mata uh, can't get on the pitch. No, Lampard's creaking. Sorry, Colin, but he's, he is creaking this this season. He was, he was hooked at half-time. Yeah, that does not happen normally. <laughs> what do we think, Chelsea? They're definitely in the, the hunt for the title. I think unless they get a proper striker in, in January, they're not going to finish at the top. I think they'll finish top two. Colin? 
I think what he just said there, Ross, is is nail head hit on. <laughs> I think the strike. I, I don't rate any of their strikers. I think I've already said. Uh, I've always said Torres is a pudding. Mm. You cannot trust him at all. Um, Eto, I don't rate. Um, and Denver Bar, well, sell him. Um, <laughs> Lukaku is the best of the four, <laughs> and they've given him to Everton. <laughs> so, I think that's Chelsea's downfall. So. I, I know they're only two points off the top, but I can't see them winning it. Something's not gelling right. Something's not clicking. Even Jose Mourinho looks looks a little depressed, and that worries me. It doesn't seem a happy place, does it? There's something not quite right there. Mm. Um, I think they'll do well. I think they'll finish top four, but I just can't see them winning it. Greg, what do you reckon? Um, they have enough quality. If you put a, a decent centre-forward, there's rumours of Falcao and his... Fall from grace at Monaco seems to be opening a door for mm. him to come in at Chelsea, but so they they are a centre forward and perhaps maybe not quite as kamikaze centre back <laughs> as Louise away from being um you know a real dominant force. What do they not need a left back now? Well, no, because they don't. <laughs> this right back fella as Pilaqueta seems. To, do that fine. Doing alright, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was a left back all along. <laughs> alright, let's uh, Tottenham. Fairly good win today, three 0 at home. Uh, Salzado from the penalty spot again. He loves it from there. Uh, Dembele and Aaron Lennon with the goals as well. Uh, they're three points off the top four. Tottenham currently. It's been a bit of an odd season for them. Tim Sherwood now permanent manager after AVB was sacked literally hours after our last podcast finished. He's he's not permanent manager though, is he? He's got an eighteen he months deal, wasn't he? He's he's the interim manager who hasn't been called an interim manager. Yeah, I think I, I don't want to talk about the podcast, but I think it was Luke Moore from the Football Ramble that said, "What happens if Sherwood loses ten games in a trot? What do they do? Do they sack him and admit that they're wrong in the first place and go for a, a proper manager?" <laughs> Are you saying he's not a proper manager? I am saying that he's not a proper manager. Yes. He doesn't have his badges. Uh, no, well, this has long been a, a long been a bugbear of mine. Is the the, the, the well, <clears throat> when every time, well, the two times that AVB has been fired now, they always bring up the no one rates him. He hasn't been a professional. They don't respect him because he hasn't played football. Mm. But there's no other organisation or company or sector in the world where <laughs> being at the bottom gives you the right to be in charge later on straight away yeah you don't work your way up in football you just wait until you're given your chance and you ask for it yeah like you say he hasn't done his badges all he's really done is what is what he's got no qualifications to speak of and and no experience to call upon to be a given what you could consider to be the fifth best managerial job in the premier league given by last season's yeah, going to last these positions. Yeah, it's it's one of the top five or six jobs in the country to have, and with the squad he's got available to him as well, a lot of other managers would kill for that shot. But and then I'm hearing all these things about how he's supposed to be cr- progressive and intelligent guy. Four four two. Play four four fucking two. <laughs> Which West Ham found very easy to counter attack in the uh, the Carling Cup, didn't they? Or the Capital One Cup, whatever it's called. They just. Yeah. Uh, they just counterattack them. There's massive gaps through the middle of the pitch. <coughs> I, I I think he's just keeping a seat warm. Yeah, till the end of the World Cup. 
because there might maybe a lot of managers without jobs then. Like I still think the best thing that could happen to Tottenham is that they don't qualify for the Europa League next season. Yeah, do a Liverpool. Yeah. Greg, what do you think to Tottenham? You got some uh, some inside knowledge, haven't you, from your girlfriend and uh, her dad? Yeah, they're fairly happy with Sherwood. Really? Um, they when AVB went, the, the only two names that were being discussed were ridiculously Redknapp <laughs> and Sherwood, um, which I think that does show what kind of football Tottenham supporters like. <laughs> um, Redknapp said they never had it so good. Yeah. yeah. Maybe <laughs> Um, but you know, I I quite like Tim Sherwood, um, mainly from his days at Portsmouth. I was going to say, is that because of what? Yeah, he did at he's, yeah, I've got a soft spot for him. Um, <laughs> and you know, I liked how how you know, passionate he seemed when he was talking about after the uh, win at Southampton. Mm. And you know, he just I think you could tell he really wanted it. And you know, fair play, he's English. Where's he going to give him a crack and see what happens? Is he going to get them into the top six or seven or top? Five. Um, no, there's a lot of decent teams at the moment, and I think his inexperience may cost them. And the yeah. fact that they don't score, they haven't scored enough goals this season. And the fact that he talks about himself in the third person that yeah. annoys me. That put me Is off. Is it true that he can't manage them in the Europa League? Oh, really? What? Because of his... he hasn't got these badges. So someone else. Someone else is going to have to do them ones. They're going to have an interim interim manager for European yeah. games. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought as, I thought as well that you only had a certain time in the Premier League that you could do it. Yeah, I thought it was six months because so, it was Gareth Southgate that had this situation before, but luckily he got Middlesbrough relegated. So didn't maybe, <laughs> maybe he's going to do him in the summer. Yeah, possibly. He's got what, six months till the summer. What, when, one of the, when one of the managers who's no longer managing a World Cup team yeah. is the Tottenham manager. I've got my badges. Yeah, sorry, Tim. Um, got a little, yeah. <laughs> Something's come up. Yeah. Uh, well, they beat Stoke 3 0. Stoke, they're doing all right, aren't they? Mark Hughes is keeping them just above water, really. 21 points. I think their, all their players were suspended <laughs> today. What? Greg, sorry? All, all their players were suspended today. Really? Yeah, they probably must have put out about seven players, I reckon. <laughs> they're, they're, they're two sent off against <laughs> Newcastle. Oh, yeah. Um, they had their manager sent off as well. I think he, he might, Mark Hughes might have played. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think they played Crouch as a lone striker today. That says all you need to know. Yeah, I'm not kind of football you <laughs> play. <laughs> How long is Begovic out for? A um, couple of months. Ooh. I think he's, uh, I think he's uh, done his finger in, in not a good way. Hopefully he's back for the World Cup. If only they had a good, talented youngster who they hadn't sent out on loan. <laughs> well, they've, they've recalled Butland, haven't they? He was on the bench today. But they still stuck with the good old hand, Tommy Sorensen in goal. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? No. <laughs> he's got Premier League experience. Don't give these kids a chance. Uh, We've Colin... not seen what Yeskinen still doing. <laughs> Fair, he's good, good, good keeper. Colin Stoke, gonna stay up? Mm, I think they'll be there or thereabouts. Um, I just don't like Mark Hughes really. <laughs> um, I don't rate him as a manager. I just don't see what the future is from. I don't know how he keeps landing these jobs, to be honest. Um, but uh, Stoke's saving grace might be that there's, there's worse teams than them in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, 
that's as much as I can bear to say about them, really, <laughs> under Mark Hughes, to be honest. Can, can I just quickly come in on Tottenham as well? Yeah, sure. I don't think there was any other option than Tim Sherwood. I mean, people were banding around Glenn Hoddle, and Glenn Hoddle threw his hat into the ring, didn't he? He's a big sick, though, isn't he? That must have been a very big ring. <laughs> but he was never going to get it. It was a very small drum, because he was the only one banging out. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, Tim, the badges mean nothing, right? Steve Claridge has got all his badges. It doesn't mean that I want him to manage a Premier League team. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, if he needs to get his badges, he can get his badges. Um how Steve Clarence got his badges? They fall out the back of a car. <laughs> There's no way he's done. A jumble sale. He's too busy on the Football League show. His mum sewed him onto his very blue shirt. As Greg said, I think it's quite refreshing that an Englishman is getting a chance in the Premier League as a manager. Um, because enough of them don't get the chance. And... Uh, it's a cheap option as well, by the way. You know, you don't need to bring in a big manager who's going to bring in his backroom staff. Tim Sherwood's already been there. He knows the players. He knows the, the coaching staff that have remained. Mm. Yeah, give him a go. Give him a go. What's the worst that can happen? Relegation. Is it a disappointment, Colin, though, that a, a young English manager who's actually done something to prove himself, say, in the Championship, hasn't been given a chance? Or a manager who's got a team up and is doing quite well look, look at look at what Brendan Rodgers has achieved yeah yes. being given a chance. what why is why should Tim Sherwood be where he is he hasn't done anything anything anywhere near what what Brendan Rodgers achieved to another, deserve his his place another big job passes big Sam boy as well I'll, I'll give you I'll give you an answer to that David O'Leary <laughs> David O'Leary had never managed and he took Leeds United to the top of the table. So it does work. It can work. Mm. Yeah? So, um, That's one I way think of looking it, at it, Colin. Yeah. It did also yeah. end quite badly in that, did It did, yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, it, 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 was, it wasn't quite finished the same way that noticed it. If that's the plan Tottenham are working off, then good luck to them. It's just... <laughs> I, I, I admit the football in League Two, in League One. <laughs> they shot the fans. I mean, you touch on a very good point there, Adam. You talked about people not being promoted from the bottom, you know, <laughs> earlier on. And but if you prove yourself in the Championship or the lower divisions, you don't get a chance in the Premier League because you automatically go for the super sexy European name. And so, any chance a, a English or British manager gets, they've got to take it. And take a chance to take it. Are you generally suggesting that Sam Allardyce should change his name to Allardyce? <laughs> it's the only way forward for him. Yeah. And, and by the way, Tim Sherwood did turn down the uh, Blackburn Rovers job. He, Blackburn Rovers wanted Tim Sherwood. Yeah, but that's just because he's not an idiot. <laughs> that's a mental I job mean, to I, take. I mean, I said I was up for the Cardiff job. Even I would turn down the Blackburn Rovers <laughs> job. <laughs> Yeah, well, we've got it's one in more. the championship. I don't know any of the players. <laughs> you need them to fill out forms for you, wouldn't you? And you are? Yeah. <laughs> Where do you play? 24 teams in the league as well. Too many games. <laughs> uh, we've got one more game then. Two more teams to talk about. And, uh, Arsenal finished the year at the top of the table. Uh, they beat Newcastle 1-0. Olivier Giroud. Um, this was quite a, quite a tough game for Arsenal. Newcastle were well up for a fight, it seemed, for a lot of it. And... Uh, 
Giroud was getting battered every opportunity a Newcastle player got to take him out they tried to especially Czech Teote but they come away with a 1-0 win uh, like I think it's the last four seasons the team at the top of the table on New Year's Eve have won the, the Premier League there's a stat there there was a stat a while about, about the team about the team top on Christmas mm. because it was Liverpool were top on Christmas Day I think or maybe Boxing Day Right. And um, the last team to be top at that point and not win was Liverpool. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice one, Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they might do it. I think they might as well. Podolski's back fit now as well, so they can afford they, to give Giroud a rest. I don't. I don't think they need another striker. No. I think, like you say, they've got Podolski for certain games. If they want, they can play. Fear Walcott. Yeah. Then that that doesn't that negates the need to even use Bentner, and he's still an option. <laughs> yeah. They're winning these games without Ozil as well. He was out injured and could be out for three or four games. Yeah, Ramsey's out as well. Still, mm. still picking up results. They've got uh, they've got strength and depth in all those positions, and the the centre back pairing is just formidable at the moment. Yeah, Metsaka and... Um, I think I saw a stat on Twitter today. Koscielny. I think I saw a stat, a stat on Twitter today that said when Metsaka and Koscielny have played all 90 minutes as a partnership, Arsenal haven't lost in something like 22 or 24 months. Bloody <sighs> hell. That's amazing. They've also chalked up the most Premier League points in 2013 as well, 82. Going back to the like, end of last season as well. It's been a good year for Arsenal. I think it can only get better in January. They're not going to be. They're not going to be losing players. They might bring in someone to strengthen, but I think it could be interesting to see what any of these top teams do because normally, the January transfer window is the window of the desperate, mm. not not the the transfer window where you see top teams doing business and securing that player who takes them on to win the title. If you look at Manchester United, you think how many times they've won the title in the last five years? I the the only bit of business, significant business I can ever remember them doing in January is when they signed Vidic and Evera. Yeah. And they and proved out to be been, very good signings. And that must have been, what, eight, nine years ago now? Yeah, that was a long time ago. And Wenger traditionally doesn't sign anyone in January. He just lets it pass. Well, the only, with, with Wenger, the only bit of business I can remember him doing is Arshavin. Yeah. And that worked for a, a season. Until yeah. It just fell out of favour. But... So, so, I think that the Premier League this season is a team of is a team a league sorry full of imperfect teams. Mm. There isn't a team there who you think are going to stroll away with it, and I think that it could be the time when you actually do see that what there could be one signing in January that could be a game changer. Yeah, and I think that I still once they've also they signed Ozil in the summer and he was. The game changer. Then he could potentially they could potentially be another one for Arsenal coming up. Mm. My, I I think they could, they'll win the league for me. Colin, I don't think they'll win the league. No, no. Um, their 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 uh, goal of adva- their the points advantage is already getting frittered away. Um, yeah, it's one point now. I think they peaked too early. Um, I think they'll be up there. But uh, no, not not for me. No. Not for me. Greg, what do you think? Uh, Arsenal going to win the league? I reckon they won't. Do you I think? think it, I think if City 
you know, keep improving on the road. And mm. It's theirs for taking. Arsenal went an injury away from, you know, getting nowhere near winning. I think a more important injury would be one to Koscielny or Metasaka because when Vermaelen comes in, they look a different team. He, he's too, he's too forward thinking for a centre back. He makes rash I, decisions. I think they could get away with 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 Metasaka or Koscielny having a knock here, a knock there, mm. being out for a week, missing a game or two. It's if that that happened over a sustained period and they lost one of them for say a month. Yeah, and they had to play. Man City or Chelsea or any any team that you think could be a concern to them in that period. Yeah, I think that could be could be difficult for them. And what do we think of Newcastle? They've got, kind of gone under the radar. We don't talk about them much. Um, as Adam said on our last podcast, eighth place, thirty three points, three points off Liverpool in fifth. Doing all right, aren't they? They're quite a nice team to watch as well. I think Newcastle. They are a nice team to watch. They're, they're solid as well. Mm. Uh, Mike Williamson, I, I applaud you on your very sensible haircut in this team. They have lots of ridiculous haircuts in this team as well. <laughs> <laughs> Especially amongst those, that defence, Williamson stands out as a good old-fashioned English centre-back with a side part in. But um, it's whether, whether Luke Remy can score enough goals for them. Mm. Yeah, they're going to need someone else, aren't they, to help him out. And whether... Whether Johan Kabay decides to go on strike again, <laughs> that that could be the main issues for them. Yeah, you'd like to think that they've got enough in them to 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 stay where they are to perhaps challenge again. The, the you could see a, a problem with Newcastle where they keep overachieving and underachieving season by season, depending on whether they have European commitments. Yeah, that's quite a good point, yeah. European commitments nearly got them relegated. Yeah. Mm. I I think with Newcastle, for me, they're a little bit hot and cold. When they're hot, they're very hot. When they're cold, they're very cold. They're never lukewarm. They're either Jekyll and Hyde. They're either good or bad. Um, And we obviously know they've got that sort of French clique going on. And if that works, then great. But when it doesn't... Yeah tends to fall apart. Um, it's because of the players that come in when those players aren't available. Players like Shola Ramiobi or... Well, yeah, there's a main. <laughs> Shola and Sammy. Sammy and Ramiobi, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think Alan Pardew's got to be given credit for what he's done there. Um, but I, I just don't know with Newcastle. They're, they're, they're sort of just at that sort of top of the the second league in the Premier League, if you see what I mean. Yeah. And I, I just don't see how they're going to make that jump. Um, and also, I think in a January transfer window, there'd be quite a few people looking at some of their players as well. Mm. Greg, Mike Williamson, did he ever actually play for Portsmouth? No, uh, we spent um, two million on him. Yeah. Um, he, he, I think he came off the bench in the League Cup. Right. On one occasion, and then we sold him for one million pound the next transfer window. Mental. Such was our financial policy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buy yeah. high, sell low. Yeah. Use little. Um, you guys might be able to, to direct me a little bit more here, but as Colin said about um, respect being due to Alan Pardew, what does the footballing world seem to have against Alan Pardew? 
He's just a bit of a knob sometimes, isn't he? People don't, don't... seem to like him, and people don't seem to want to give him that respect. I don't like him. <laughs> but that's cause, was that because he was a Southampton manager? Yeah, that comes <laughs> <up> the territory. <laughs> I think people are going to have to start to learn to like him, because I think if England do badly in the World Cup... No. <laughs> you've got two choices. You've no, we have two, lots more you, choices you, than Alan Park. No, no you've got two choices. Yeah. You've got Big Sam and Alan Pardew. Oh, behave, Colin. Colin. Well, you have. That is what you've got, isn't it? There's, who else no, have we... you got? I don't know. Oh, big Sam they... plays with wingers and a big man. I like that. This is... What would happen is you'd see the FA quietly rubbing out that little bit where they said England. <laughs> they only said the next England manager had to be English. They didn't say the next one had to be as well. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, they'll go hell for leather for Mourinho, possibly. Or Roy Keenan... <laughs> Maybe the four again. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> that would be fun, at least. Um, I, <laughs> that, that is a good think, shout, though, Adam. Mourinho, that is a good shout. I didn't even think about that. That is, yeah, you're spot on there. I think we've got, I think we've just forgotten to mention Southampton. We have. How have we missed them completely? Oh, yeah, they I lost Southampton, didn't they? Yeah. They're currently ninth. They started the season on fire. They've, they've had a couple of dodgy results recently. but I, I think that they haven't had a that isn't really dodgy results. I think it's more a bit of regression to the mean. Mm. Um, I think they could maybe pick up a position or two. Yeah, I think top seven. Yeah. I think that that Borage being out for them has been a bit of a blow. They're going to have to get over that for a couple more games. But I, he's already been out for a couple of weeks. And he, yeah. I think he was out for four or five weeks with a broken bone in his hand. Yeah, they do need a, a decent replacement because that Gazaniga, as I said before, is not a great a great fill-in and Kelvin is 41. So. By the time he'll be back sooner soon enough they've just got to sack it up for another couple of games. Mm. Um, but you'd have to wonder if how much longer they're going to be able to hold on to some of these players. Yeah, Schneidlin. Some of them and are the looking... manager as well. Mm. Wow, that's... Yeah. He, was, he was who I thought would be the next Tottenham boss. Personally. But... The problem with Tottenham is that along with the, the it's the Vincent Town line, who would take that job now? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's Levy shown himself to me to have a very short... Everyone will... There, there'll always be someone who's willing to take it because there's only... There's, they're a very elite group. Yeah. There's not lots of these jobs going around for people to take. And... Um, People are ambitious people always believe that they can be the one who can sort it out. Yeah. But Tottenham, Levy's record, how many managers? He must have sacked seven, eight managers in his time. Credit to Redknapp, he was there as long as he actually was, really. Yeah, but and he only got sacked for asking for a new contract. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, Greg, Southampton. Um, you predicted them 20th this season. I don't I think did. they're going to finish 20th. Oh, no, I'm going to stand by that. <laughs> um, they haven't got that yeah, 40 points yet. They can still go down. Exactly. Anything can happen. <laughs> you know, we've said everyone else is staying up. Someone's got to go <laughs> Just one down, one up this year. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Colin? Are you and it happens of... to be Southampton. Yeah, yeah. conveniently. <laughs> are you a fan of the uh, Southampton way? 
Yes and no, really. I, I think uh, if you look at where Southampton are going to finish, I think if they're, they're ninth at the moment. If you look at the eight teams above them, I think those eight teams, maybe not Newcastle, will finish above them. And I think if you look at the teams below them, I think they'll all finish below them. So I think Southampton are where they're going to be at the end of the season. So from what you said, you said they're going to finish eighth or ninth. Yeah, that sounds about right. And I think it'd be important for a team like Southampton to avoid. Uh, Europa League as well, so they can continue to build. Yeah, this season especially. <clears throat> but like I said, how good has Adam Lallana looked for this last month? Yeah, well, he's, he's. I think he's pretty much booked himself on that World Cup. Thanks, yes, isn't he? yes. Must have. He, he's fantastic. He's a creative midfielder. England are, we're lacking in them. Him and Jack Wilshere together in that central midfield. Jack Wilshere or Ross Barkley? All three of them. So defending. Oh, so defending. And Ross Townsend. No. No. Jordan Henderson. <laughs> I'll take Henderson. Stick him on the right. Is Stephen Gerrard going as one of those ambassadors like David Beckham did on the last? <laughs> Who's Stephen Gerrard? <laughs> Don't say that. We haven't really mentioned them either. And you're saying who's Stephen Gerrard? If you're not, Captain Zambon's going to be on to you. No, we better mention Liverpool, don't we? They're fifth. Are they going to finish fifth? Does anyone think they're going to win the league? No, no, no. I think they'll finish in the top four. Really? I want to them play. Just because of lack of European football this season. And Suarez. Look, I think they're struggling now with their squad. That's how thin their squad is. Yeah, they're running out of defenders. Who was this Brad Smith guy that played for them today? No idea. He was making his debut. I think he's 19. Mm. Um, Have you seen the, the stats during the rounds on Twitter today about... Luis Suarez. No. About a flat track bully. <laughs> yeah, Norwich will tell you that. Apparently, he's got, I think it's something like if he scored 16 goals or something like this, um, he scored 13 of them against the, bot- the, the bottom 13 teams in the Premier League <laughs> and three against the top seven. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Colin, where are they going to finish? They've got a chance of winning it. In Greg, my opinion. Greg, where are they going to finish? I think... I still think they've got a chance, and, and I enjoy watching them. So, <laughs> fair enough. And Adam, where are they going to finish? Have they got forty points yet? Above or below Man United? They've got thirty-six points. They'll finish below Man United. Be cool. Right, we're done. That's the Premier League rounded up. Uh, we haven't really got time to talk football league. I so. don't want to talk football league. No, I don't particularly <laughs> want to either today. So, <laughs> uh, we'll go straight to betting corner. Um, no one won from our last bets on the last podcast, the Super Snowdown podcast. So, Colin, you're still leading. You're on plus nine. Uh, I'm in second on minus 35. Greg, you're at minus 100 now. Tom is at minus 111. And Adam, minus 190. Uh, Colin, we'll start with you. What you got for us? I've got a five-match accumulator. I've gone for Liverpool to beat Hull in the Premier League. In Scottish League 1, I've gone for... Two Rangers games. I've gone for Rangers to beat Airdrieonians midweek. And at the weekend, Rangers to beat Stenhouse Muir. In the FA Cup, I've gone for Leeds United to beat Rochdale. And in La Liga, I've gone for Barcelona to beat Elche. £10 returns £29.15. Excellent. Thank you very much. You're not happy with that return, are you, either? I think it's very low for five games. Mm. You have got two Rangers games now, though. I have, but I think... 
interestingly, the, the one with the shortest odds was Barcelona. I think they were 14 to 1 on, which is insane. Mm. Okay, well, I've got um, all New Year's Day games in Premier League Manchester City, Everton, Arsenal, and Liverpool all to win. Uh, that 14 accumulator returns me £48. Uh, Greg, what have you got? Um, I've gone for uh, four games on New Year's Day. I've got Chelsea to win at Southampton, uh, QPR to beat Doncaster, Wolves to beat, uh, beat Tranmere, and Fleetwood to beat Accrington Stanley, and £10 turns £77.54. Excellent, thank you very much. Uh, Tom, he's not here, so I'm going to give him a bet. And Pompey are playing Southend New Year's Day, aren't they, Greg? You're going. Yes, I am going. <laughs> and you're going to witness a Pompey draw. Ooh. I'm predicting. Oh. I'd be so lucky. <laughs> Happy New Year. And if that comes in, Tom, you get £34 for that. Um, Adam, what have you got? I've also gone for a four-game four, day, a four accumulator on New Year's Day. I've gone for Arsenal to beat Cardiff, Leicester to beat Millwall, QPR to beat Doncaster, and Man City to beat Swansea. And my £10 returns £47. Ooh. OK, thank you very much. Uh, right, we're going to play a game now, and it's not ballers, I'm afraid. I have got the names of some footballers, and their names are quite funny. Sometimes a little bit rude. Uh, all you got to do is tell me if they're real players or not. Uh, there's no time limit, we've just got a few names and we'll go through them one by one. Have you been typing rude words into Football Manager? <laughs> you know me too well, Greg. <laughs> Alright, we'll start. <laughs> Extensive research. <laughs> it's, it's a brilliant research tool for a manager. <clears throat> if you want to send us any free copies, Miles, that'd be great. Yeah, give away. Never mind. Um, all right, then, all you got to do is just tell me if they're true or false. So you can all just answer what, what you want when you want. Uh, our first player, his name is Norman Conquest. That's false. That <laughs> <laughs> can't be real. Adam, what do you think? I'm going to go real. You're going real. Adam's got the first point on the yeah. board. Norman Conquest was a goalkeeper. Um, he, unfortunately, he conceded 17 goals in one game. Um, our second player, Mark Deman. That's boy. false. Colin's going false. Greg, who is that? I'm going false. I reckon that, that can be true. He could just be Dutch. <laughs> You're very close. He is, in fact, Belgian. Yeah. He plays for KSC Haslet, Haslet, Haselt, someone like that. Okay, our third one. Harry... <laughs> Sorry. Harry Beaver. False. False. True. <laughs> Colin, you're still without a point, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Greg and Adam both move on to two points each. Um, is Danger Four Piece a real player or not? He sounds South African. <laughs> I'm saying yes. I'm going that, false. That is so false. Danger Four Piece. That's not no. Oh, Greg, you're right again. Well done. You're <laughs> oh. <laughs> brilliant at this, Colin. <laughs> This is why I just asked the questions on ballers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, is Michael Gash a real player or not? 
My gosh. No. <laughs> if Colin's saying false, I'm going true. I'm just, I'm, I've got confidence in Colin. He's getting this one right. False. Colin, that's another one incorrect, I'm afraid. Oh, I don't take right. Colin. <laughs> uh, he's a striker that plays for Kidderminster, having previously <laughs> played for Cambridge. Oh. Um, okay. Fabian Assman. You could, could ask, uh, do you prefer semen or ass man in goal? I'm going true. Come on, Colin, we're all waiting for yours. That's got to be false. I'm going with Colin. He's got to get one right soon. <laughs> it's not this one. Adam, you're in the lead. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Where, where does Fabian play? Fabian Asman, he's a goalkeeper for uh, Independiente in Argentina. Oh, oh him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, how about Andre Muff? False. Come on, Colin, false. Greg, yeah, Greg? false. Oh, you're all wrong. Andre Muff is a retired Swiss striker. <laughs> Made two appearances for Switzerland. Uh, Ralph Minge. <laughs> false. That's got to be false. Uh, no, he three. made 36 appearances for uh, East Germany. <laughs> Did you say true then, Greg? Yeah. You move on to four joint level, Adam. Colin, you're still without a point in this one. All right, Colin, let's give you an easy one. Paul Dickov. Oh, I've never heard of him. Um, <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> I assume we're all going true with this one. Yeah. Why not? Adam may not know him. He is a football league player, but yeah, it's true. <laughs> all right. Credence Clearwater Kutu. True. True. True, because I can't see what word you've typed in to get that. <laughs> Uh, true. He's named after a band. His real name is actually um, Paulista. He plays for um, Santa Cruz. Wolfgang Wolf. Yes, he's true. He, that's real. Colin well, Colin, Colin's got some inside knowledge. I'm going true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. You'll get a point. It's a tie. There's two questions left. Greg and Adam, you're both tied. Colin, you can't win, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um, let's go for Milan Fuckall. Spelt F U K A L L. Um, I'll let you guys go first since you're the ones uh, competing for the title. <laughs> True. False. True. Oh, Colin, Adam, get a point. Oh. Alright, final one then. Greg, you need this to draw. Ars Bandit. How's that spelled? Um, A-R-S-B-A-N-D-E-E-T. <laughs> Come on, Colin, what do you reckon? That's false. <laughs> well, Ars Bandit isn't the play. I'll go false as well. 
I'm going true. Uh, we have a tie. Oh, really? <laughs> Arse Bandit was a 1970s Algerian footballer. <clears throat> um, have I got any more? Yeah. Would, you like, would you like me to give you one? Uh, go on then, Colin. I might have made this up. You never know. <laughs> Rod Fanny. This is for the win. True. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go false then. Rod Fanny is a right back for Olympic Marseille. Greg, you win. <laughs> the highlight of my Christmas. <laughs> in that. Five caps for France as well. Wow. There's Rod, yeah. <laughs> Good going, Rod. Okay, well, the end of the, ge- end of the game that brings into this week's podcast. Um, we'll be back next week, uh, bringing in the new year with lots and lots of football action. Um, it's goodbye from me. Uh, goodbye from Colin. Goodbye and happy new year. I've forgotten how to do the ending to this. Uh, it's goodbye to, from Greg. See you later and have a good year. A good year. Yeah, good year. <laughs> and goodbye the upcoming one. Bye. <laughs> Standard. Uh, yeah, goodbye from me and always remember to keep your man on the post. Oh, that was ropey. <laughs> <laughs> we're out. We made it out. <laughs> we're out.